1: Good morning, Video Games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo, and with me, as always... Ben Vanel.
2: here, Tommy. Uh, How are you going, by the way?
1: You going all right? Running out of breath in the intro. Um, Interesting. (laughs) What's causing
0: you to have, like, respiratory issues, Tommy? My name's Adam Knox. I've yeah. caught the
1: uh I've caught the world famous and deadly novel coronavirus. First, it came for Adam Knox and I said <laughs> nothing because I was not Adam Knox. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah. And then it,
2: and then second, it came for Adam Knox. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And I said
1: nothing again because I'm still not Adam Knox. Pretty (laughs) happy to
2: see it, if anything. (laughs) (laughs) And then it came for you, and that's that's where it ends. It's a rule of threes, no more. (laughs) We've got to
0: stop it there. If it goes one more person, it will be so fucking annoying. Yeah, (laughs) it truly will.
1: Yeah, um, so apologies that we're over Zoom again, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, Ben, you got a lot of, as the only currently healthy member of the crew, Yep. boy oh boy, get those arm muscles out, you got a lot of lifting to do on this one.
2: Alright, yeah. I'm ready to go, I've been drinking <laughs> a lot of coffee, I ate a uh, delicious smoked salmon roll from a Japanese bakery, Ooh. I'm juiced up, I'm ready to fuck. All
1: right. I,
0: it's cool to know now that like I'm the John Lennon. Of the podcast went down first, Tommy (laughs) the George Harrison, yep, Yep. and then Ben either yep, (laughs) Paul McCartney (laughs) or Ringo Starr, (laughs) right? Which one do you reckon's first? (laughs)
1: Hmm, which one's gonna don't guess,
0: just in case you are right, and then everyone will be mad at you. True, 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 true. Mm. They'll they'll both die on the exact same day at at age one hundred. Yeah, I'm doing some work for like this advertising thing at the moment and they wanted to do like you know d- d- do f- these little videos that are just for an ad and mm. one of them was to do with the Queen's birthday weekend which they want to uh, tape far ahead of time because that's <laughs> over in July I think the Queen's <laughs> birthday weekend I think yep. so June or July yeah and in the meeting it was really awkward having to go like do you re- Maybe that's not a good idea because she might be dead by then
1: (laughs) There's a really good chance Like that might be a waste of time
0: to sort of pre-film that one And be making jokes about the Queen (laughs) Those moments in your life
1: where you're looking around the room And you're like, am I going to be the only one who's thought of this? I'm going to have to be the one to put my hand up Now Adam, when you say you're working on this ad Is that a roundabout way of you saying you're playing the Queen in this ad? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Look, I, I can't. I'm, not, I'm, I'm under a, an NDA, yep. which stands okay. for uh, no. Damn, Adam playing the queen. <laughs> I still no have COVID too. Adam. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. There's currently two people, like in the in the throes of COVID. Mm. One's maybe on the way out I'm
0: definitely I've, I've hit the bottom I've hit that trough point And I, I'm, mm. I'm coming back up But I tell you what's hard Climbing out of a pit mm. So I'm still not having a good time
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm slopping around in the trough I'm just
0: Oh you've got way to further down to go You've got more you more To slide through Yeah, yeah. 100% oh, wow. You're okay. at like day one here. The worst one is the worst is yet to come. Okay, you. get the snorkel out, brother. because well, you're diving <laughs> deeper down.
1: Drop <laughs> me up, baby. I love it.
0: <laughs> Say hello to Mariana
2: while you're down there.
0: <laughs> at the bottom of that. Now,
2: Knox, there will be a queen still in July. It'll just be Camilla potentially, or maybe yeah, or or
0: or Kate if if Charles abdicates. Oh, mm. true,
2: true, true. Who
0: knows what's going to
2: happen? Oh, it's interesting living through history, isn't it? I hope it's like Game of Thrones and there's a huge war. Harry (laughs) and (laughs) William and Charles, they all go to war. That's what I'd love. Mm -hmm. Another war going on. The dream
1: scenario for you would be uh, to experience this from the inside the ad goes live on the day that the Queen cucks it.
0: Oh. That is going to be... She laughs so
1: oh. hard at
2: my hilarious <laughs> antics in my <laughs> right. Queen wig.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Walking around yeah, going like, I'm like, like, she,
2: she had another six years in her, but this just
1: really caught her. <laughs> it was a hell of a severe. laugh. <laughs> um, um,
0: yeah, no, all the best to the Queen and to Paul McCartney and to Ringo Starr. Yeah, well, it, 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 I say it's interesting living through history But yeah, it's also painful Other than living <laughs> through the history of video games That's true right. Well,
1: Adam, uh, the Queen the Queen may still be around in July When you film this ad But I'll tell you something that definitely is not going to be around in July
2: Oh, brother, you're still firing on all cylinders <laughs> that's, that's one of the best segues <laughs> The view from the bottom is beautiful, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at the stars. E3. Uh, yeah. E3's gone. Kaput. Yeah. They Up. said,
0: yeah, like, so it was going to be another digital E3 mm. and they've cancelled that and said we'll be back in 2023. They did say that they'll be back in 2023, but it's hard to imagine that the carcass of E3 won't be picked clean by then by, yeah. by uh, Jeff, what's his name? who's doing Summer Games Fest still. Keely.
1: Yeah,
2: Keely. Keely.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and especially after last year's one ended with, I've seen a lot of people post this, a little graphic saying, see you next year. Like already a very rocky last couple of years mm-hmm. for them. And to mm. just straight up do nothing this year, I think is like we've been saying it for the last couple of years that, yeah, it's pretty shaky ground for them. But uh, I, like I thought last year's one was good. I thought the digital only event, Worked. I I liked it. I thought there were a lot of good announcements. Like I had a good time watching it all. I don't, I don't quite get what's uh, yeah why you wouldn't just um, do that again to keep the ball in the air. It's fair enough to doubt that you'll be able to do it in person, but to kind mm. of just you know if you if your if your plan is to keep the brand alive through twenty twenty three, you got to do something. My right? my
0: guess, based on nothing, based on no insider info, based on no rumors to this effect, but my guess would be Switch that program. the people who have <laughs> who did signed up for uh, for the E3 digitally last year, the people who were there and did yep. pay their dues to be in that showcase, have had another year to question like, well, was that fucking worth it? Because we could have put right. that all out. Like the the idea of going through a Uh, a a middleman who is asking you for money on the internet Mm. is not the way that people like to do business on the internet.
1: Unless it's Mm. patreon.com slash... That's casuals. no
0: middleman Well, <laughs> actually, is. yeah, I guess it <laughs> yes, is well, it There is, <laughs> is Patreon <laughs> They specifically do take a percentage of <laughs> donations But there's no other way that we could put our stuff up You know what I mean? Sure there is
2: There's heaps of ways Not We could
0: just
1: put our bank, bank details <laughs> up <laughs> yeah, and get shit. people's money directly But Well, go I mean, sign up for yeah.
0: Patreon.com slash Filthy Casuals Pod while it's still there <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> But no, like it, it's it's... It does just seem more and more pointless each year, especially like I'm – I think you feel the same way at least, Tommy, and I'm not sure if you're uh, as invested, Ben, but I really like having a big block where all the video game news happens. I like that. I realise that that's the equivalent of like going, oh, what's wrong with a phone call? And it's just outdated now. Like (laughs) there's no – It's fun. It's a fun –
1: It's like it's kind of the video game equivalent of like people getting really revved up for like – you know, a grand final or anything that's just like a centralised kind of concentrated most eyes on this thing that you're really into all at once and there's the the kind of discourse is all kind of happening in the same time at the same place for just like one week when generally it tends to be very scattered. People kind of pay attention who may kind of zone in and out of these sort of announcements over the year. So I kind of like that sort of the the almost kind of like sport aspect of it of like uh, like as a press conference is happening or just after it's happening like getting into a you know a facebook group or whatever and you've got everyone talking about this thing at the same time
2: which it's like the olympics in that case right yeah, where it's yeah. like oh okay th- this this event is the one i'm interested in now let's get a couple of people around and but I, for me it's too much it's too much content like there i prefer like if you did microsoft does e3 or microsoft does Yearly conference in August, mm-hmm. and they show off 53 games. And then, you know, EA does one in September. And, you know, like, I, I need more time to, to pass all the information. Like, it's too many games. I was just scrolling then back through... The 2021 E3 recap website, which is that one that I think a separate, you know, uh, entity creates and yep. it, it uh, aggregates mm. everything. There's like eight pages and each page has about 40 games on it. Like mm. it's so much stuff. Um, and I, I would prefer it parceled out, which is probably what's going to happen. That if, it, mm. if it's like Microsoft doing some stuff, Nintendo doing some stuff and Sony um, obviously already doing their independent stuff. um, do it a few weeks apart. Do it a month apart each and then, hey, podcast, got heaps of content.
1: That's true. Yeah, I right? wonder they if... They uh aren't thinking
2: about the podcasters, <laughs> are they?
1: Mm. Mm. I wonder if we will end up with a bit of a kind of de facto E3 situation anyway mm. because, uh, yeah, certain companies, it's just going to suit them still to hold their conferences at that same time uh, that E3 right, will because anyway for whatever e- kind of... End
2: of End of financial year, start of financial year sort of time. It kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah, because what did Sony... Sony weren't there, but then they did something like a month later or something like that.
2: That sounds right.
1: Not so even
0: still- that far. And Nintendo's mm. directs have technically not been a part of E3 for a while. Right. But they happen like, at the same
1: time. So they're kind yeah, of yeah. like, they. I imagine they'll still do that same time frame.
0: Because while like, I agree that I'll, I'll look at video game news throughout the year. It does sort of benefit everybody to all kind of go, all right, well, we'll all make a whole bunch of noise right now. So that if people look at one thing, they'll probably see the other thing as well. And like, also, we can kind of drown out the other guys' n- noise and uh, announce our thing that we think is better. Like, yeah, that big that big swirl has a point to it uh, for people who are, I suppose, less plugged into everything,
1: mm. um, I or or has mm.
0: done traditionally. Like, whether or not that's still the case with the way that media stuff is now, I I don't know, and maybe it isn't that way. But I yeah. also like being surprised. There, I feel like that's one of the only times when. You can kind of watch something as it's happening and genuinely get uh, a little, a nice little surprise about something, you know, because most of the time when you see an announcement for a new thing now, it's because some other fucking person on Twitter or some idiot on a podcast tells you about it. And you don't get to, to have the 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 thing that isn't important but is enjoyable of, like, You're right, going, yeah. oh, wow, I can't believe they're making a sequel to the most successful video game of all
1: time.
2: <laughs> yeah, there yeah, is Yeah, I can't about... honestly think, think of any of those moments for me with video games where it's like, oh, cool, the end of that presentation made me feel excited. You know, it's like, I don't know, either I... And this is looking back over maybe the last five or six years and I never watched E3 before we did the podcast or was ever tapped into it. Um, But I'm, you know, I've probably been aware of it before the E3 thing. And it's like a confirmation where it's like, Oh, it does look good. Um, Which is why I tend to just find most of these events like fine. (laughs) Like, like as in like generally good. It's like, Oh yeah, cool. Here's some video games. I don't have an expectation to be surprised. And I, they're generally not awful, but sometimes they are, so I don't know. I just it's uh, my my attachment is is different. It's more like, yeah, why don't we just have like a half hour Sony thing in April and then a Nintendo one in may like i yeah, I don't know.
1: there is something about the kind of the ecosystem of e three that I think you're right, adam has in the past led to people going like this is where you really try and surprise people, and also as an audience member where a lot of people go this is where stuff's going to happen that really knocks your socks off. And a lot of the time that expectation isn't fulfilled. I think when people walk away and go, bit of a shitty three, it's because they were expecting, you know, some kind of like huge revelatory things to come out. And really all it is, is just like, oh yeah, here's some sequels.
0: The last Mm. time I recall it happening genuinely for me, I think was when they announced like, the God of War reboot I think in 2016 mm. which was unexpected I mean they really had put that thing to bed and driven it into the ground with like doing a couple too many sequels and whatever and then seeing that new take on it that they had sort of in front of you with this reboot thing was was cool I um b- but that was 6 years ago so right. like, it yeah. doesn't And I remember
2: all the time. I remember us being really excited, and me included, for the uh, Red Dead Two announcement. But that was just through Rockstar. <laughs> that was, but separate. I do remember being yeah. being into that. But um, it was totally just on their social media, um, yeah. so it wasn't an E three thing. But yeah, it's a brave it's, new world.
1: in a uh, In a bigger context, it is kind of weird to see something at this point when so much of the dialogue in the world is focused on it's time to it's time to get back to life. It's time to get the world cranking again and you know Mm. things to be happening as they always happened pre-2020 and then to have this big company go nah nah we're not (laughs) we're not gonna roll the dice on an in-person event this you know what i mean it's like a little jarring to kind of still see a place going like nah probably doesn't feel that good it's a bit like Uh, whoa what this is kind of at odds with how everyone else is sort of behaving at the moment
0: Right. I mean when we've when we've had to collectively cancel <laughs> half our shows <laughs> yeah. for comedy festival because of you know it's not it's not an insane decision but I would imagine that it is a business decision before it being a public health concern yeah would be for my sure. instinct for this especially
2: in America right like they yeah. you know I was watching the college basketball final yesterday and that is in a stadium of like 60,000 some crazy like you know there's 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 less public health concerns in general um by the infrastructure and the systems in America than uh anywhere else in the world. Yes. Yeah. So. And when it's like year four of
0: hearing, oh, it's crumbling, it's all the it's all falling right. apart, E three's yeah. dying, like it 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 looks as though it's not because of COVID primarily to me. Maybe, I would I would agree, yeah.
1: Maybe E three is doing the thing where like when the comedy festival was called off at the start of 2020 and every person online was like, Why don't you just live stream your show? And I realized, like, we're kind of doing that to E3. They're like, Fuck, No, cunt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. But they
1: can with E3! It's, it's yeah. Not yeah.
0: a yeah. live
2: performance, it's they a bunch a of <laughs> trailers. Mario's
0: not feeding off the energy of the crowd. <laughs>
2: right. Here. They can't riff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Bubsy's not doing crowd work. Yeah. I'd love to see him, though. Hey, you guys like yarn balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't remember if that was his voice. But yeah, E3's gone. But yep. something that is uh, more here than ever, ever before, before mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> is the fifth Unreal Engine has been made available to all developers today. Like, you mm-hmm. know, some of the ones with a bit more cash and a bit more clout were able to get their hands on it. And have been developing stuff for a while now. But like every single person has access to that at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Crystal Dynamics announced they're working on a new Tomb Raider game on it. Things will very much shift. It feels like it's been such a slow, weird, crawling shift over to this new, over to Unreal Engine 5. When like those new consoles have been out for a year and a half now. Yep.
2: It's... Started getting shown off before they were out from memory. Yes, yeah, right. yeah. It was in the the first PS5 reveal. Uh, I think there was a focus on an Unreal Engine five. Yeah, game. so looking yeah. at the at at least
0: a couple of years from now before it starts becoming the norm mm-hmm. for things to be, you know, on Unreal Engine five and that sort of next generation kind of equivalent of, of and which I guess it's the only really big engine that's that's going for it like. Hmm. some people but less and less you know developers less and less use their own engines that yeah, go for yeah. Either unity or like unreal or some of the big ones still do it but yeah that's yeah. that's kind of cool i i really want things to be in this next generation properly and it's taken God. so long for that to feel like it's the case and still doesn't yeah
2: that'd be great that'd totally. be really cool um uh, oh, yeah, the Matrix thing was Unreal 5. Um, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm excited for Tomb Raider as well. I um, I really like that trilogy of reboots, especially the first one, um, but also the second one. I really liked it as an Uncharted replacement, you know, mm. in the years when Uncharted wasn't coming out. And um, shit, Uncharted isn't coming out in any years coming up as far as we know, so give me another Tomb Raider.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that third one I think was like I—I I never really loved any of them, and the third one it felt like they kind of run out of a bit of steam, weirdly. So I'm interested to see what another new one will look like, especially with a bit of time off. it, it could be—it mm. could be cool.
2: Um, what have Cry- Crystal Dynamics been doing in the meantime? Marvel's Avengers.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: okay. You Still excited cuties. for a new Tomb Raider now? <laughs> Not if it's a, a microtransaction co-op yeah. online multiplayer. Um, actually, I don't know. I, maybe I'd give that a crack. But no, I mean, I, surely they know where their bread is buttered with Tomb Raider mm-hmm. single player. Copy Uncharted. Yeah. And people <laughs> That's told them. It. People told them exactly what they
0: thought of that moldy fucking bread that they put out a couple of years ago. So. Mm. Uh yeah, I, I I wouldn't worry too much about that aspect of it, but yeah, who knows? They haven't really said any details of it, just that they're working on it, and that's cool. That there'll be a bunch more Unreal Engine five games coming out, and that things are moving forward.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess this this is the start of the potential for a bunch of indie, you know, titles coming out on now because it's literally like you can download it through the Epic Game Store, right? Like that's that's how available the this engine is yeah at least with four
0: i believe the setup was and i can't imagine why this would be particularly different Mm. was that you were allowed to use it for free until you started monetizing over a certain amount of income from that particular product and then you owed them licensing fees right it was something like ten thousand dollars i believe that was the case i'm probably a bit wrong or maybe entirely wrong (laughs) <laughs> definitely not completely right. You don't but think
2: there's any chance of you being 100% correct? <laughs> it's a Back small yourself, chance.
0: Adam. Crazy things have happened yep. in the past. Like mm-hmm. when uh, Epic allowed people to make games for free with Unreal Engine definitely until you started <laughs> making <laughs> $10,000.
2: Yeah, $10,000 sort of uh, threshold, yeah, which is exactly what happened. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. It's very exciting. Um, and like, yeah, like you boys said, let's get into this... This current gen, yeah, it next gen, or you know the new gen. It's yeah. we're in the current gen.
1: We're in the current gen, and we've been in the current gen for quite a while. <laughs> like where you know, yep. before you know it, it will have been. I keep thinking that the uh, PS5 and the new Xbox only came out at the end of last year, but it's it's a year previous to that. Yeah, um, but yep. I've been playing uh, Ghostwire Tokyo this week. That is a PS5 exclusive. That's a uh, current gen game. That's a and, current uh, gen game. And on PC as well. Yeah. But yep. it's um it's not a it's not a cross gen, it's not a backwards compatible. No. And uh mm-hmm. it looks it looks fucking beautiful for it. More of that. Yeah. Give us yep. more it's of that.
0: So shiny and reflective. Me and Ben both finished it over the last week. Um, yep. just magpies
2: love it. It's shiny
0: and reflective. <laughs> <laughs> it's the main thing about why that game looks so good, I think. It's so shiny everything it is
2: so nice lighting wise that it's Mm. the water effects the mirrors the glass the the lighting i guess it is it's it's lighting it's it's how that stuff uh interacts with things in a real physics sort of situation it's it's almost photorealistic it really is beautiful yeah what do you think of the gameplay tommy
1: um yeah i'm enjoying like but like i agree with what you said last week that yeah the the visuals are such a huge part of it like in terms of in in a lot of categories it's a 10 out of 10 Mm -hmm. and then i do agree with you guys that it's that it's lacking in the the combat could use a little more finesse in it and yeah like thinking about if this had have been made to also run on the ps4 and it you know it was a ps4 game and it didn't have that shine in those other areas it might be a bit more forgettable um Mm -hmm. i'm not hating the combat but i but yeah definitely it's just yeah it's it's um it kind of it feels like you should have some kind of you know dodge button or some kind of like fast movement button like a kind of a sidestep sort of thing because it does you do get into these things where things are being um shot at you pretty quickly and it feels weird to not have like a button where you can kind of sidestep them quickly. Like you are very.
2: I totally agree. Yeah. When There's you're no doing your attacks and
1: stuff, yeah, you're very. You're very glued to the spot. And a lot of the little areas that you end up in that are these kind of curated combat areas where, you know, you've been guided to a waypoint and then, you know, it's not just enemies randomly spawning. It's like they've thought about the, you know, the area that they're having you in to do this combat challenge that then doesn't really lend itself to moving around very you know, you kind of get stuck in corners and mm. I'm just finding it a little unintuitive in that way. But, yeah, everything else about it I'm super into and I yeah. don't, uh, yeah, the I I don't hate the combat. It's just like, yeah, like you guys said, I think it, it definitely, it, it feels like a bit of an afterthought. But I would not say that it's to the detriment of the game overall. I wouldn't say that it means that you shouldn't check it out. Um mm. yeah.
0: yeah. Because I think I weirdly I found if you just are always moving to the left or the right, ninety percent of those projectile attacks will miss you. So right. I was just always circling like a shark, and found <laughs> more satisfaction in the combat the further into the game I got because it became easier and easier, and you could just tear these ghosts yeah, apart. Yeah, it does was-
2: become easier, even to, to the point of like the last few bosses. It's like, oh, these are easier than I remember the first interaction with an enemy. That right. I yeah, had in the game.
1: I think once I'm yeah, once I'm kind of Yeah, weirdly once I'm finding it easier, I think I'll find it uh more Yeah, just more fun more fu- like it's it kind becomes
0: of, simpler to focus on those stronger areas of the game at that point and then the combat right. just becomes this thing where like you really are just whipping through all these enemies and you're like, ha-ha, yeah, fucking. Which yeah, yeah, I'm like I'm you're I'm a, a guy master. with
1: like these supernatural powers. Like I wanna feel overpowered. Like I'm happy mm-hmm. for this to be a game where I blaze through and and I'm just one-shotting everyone because it's, like, I want to feel like a cool, supernatural, you know, badass kind of dude. Like, you know, early on now it's, like, taking me... Yeah. It's now, at the moment, it's, like, taking me a few shots to take people down and it's, like, it's just a bit of a... It's just a bit of a chore. It's a bit of a slog. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, presentation-wise, all the other stuff is just... It's, yeah, it's so good, the tone, the vibe, the... Even though it is a lot of just, yeah, Waypoint, um, open world, going to Marcus stuff, there's just something about the setting and the feel of it that makes it feel like it's not just doing that again because it is such a unique kind of setting and tone. And the fact that you've got – you are kind of gated. Like, you're not just, like, plonked in the world and given the whole thing. Like, you've got to clear this fog. So it sort of does have those linear elements to it at the same time. It really – Yeah, even though when you really zoom out and think about it, it is just doing a lot of the same open world stuff, but it doesn't feel like it's falling into the trap of the fatigue of that kind of game, at least not for Um, me.
0: Yeah, I went through and did a lot of the side stuff and some of it does get very repetitive. So I would say like to to yourself and to other people who are going to go in, including yourself, uh, and to to any other people who are going to go in, including your your fine self. In, I just said yourself, Tommy. very sincere. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. It, 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 it fucking threw me, and I felt the weird about you it. it. Too hard. <laughs> and including including so then your I,
2: good self, my <laughs> m- 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 lord. Yeah.
0: It's like if you accidentally trip, then you do like a silly little step because you're like, oh whatever, I just walk weird all the time. It's yeah, normal. Right. I didn't fuck up. <laughs> and then you do that step for about a kilometer down the street. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, do all of the side missions, all of the green little ones. They're great. They've all got a little right. story. Yes. They've yep. all got a, a, a fun little scenario that you do. Everything other than those, just do it if you come across it. Don't deliberately hunt them out, I think, sure. because there's a lot yep. of it and it's all pretty samey and pretty inconsequential. But definitely seek out those those green ones.
2: Mm. And, and definitely think- finish the story. Because yeah. I did, as did you Nox. And I found it very unremarkable and boring, like st- story wise only, uh, for the first two thirds of the game. And then I really connected with like the emotional side, like not the plot, because the plot it remains kind of just an excuse to go from one objective to the next. But the story of the main character, uh, yeah, I think it resolves or it builds up in a really. Um, genuine and interesting way, and I think it's resolved in a very like uh, adult way. Like it feels like a very mature story, and yeah. and yeah, I thought it was uh, executed really, really well. And um, I'm very glad that I didn't just go like, ah, "It's getting repetitive. I'm gonna play something else." I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I definitely recommend finishing the game
0: because it cool. is only ten hours long. Right, exactly. It's relatively short if you're just kind of going for it.
1: I like mm. that too. That kind of restraint in an open world game is, uh, is pretty rare. It kind of feels like anytime there's a A large map that like the, you know, the minimum is 50 hours and kind of going Mm. into this and knowing that if I want to just barrel through, it's a, I love it. I love a tenner, a tenner. It's the fucking perfect length. Ten out of ten for (laughs) a (laughs) ten. So yeah, I think definitely if you've got a PS5, I think this is well worth checking out, even though we've all had our little niggles with it. I think it still definitely is worth checking out. I think it's like overall, it's one of those like seven out of tens that for some people is just going to be, an all-timer, you know what I mean? Like, I think Mm. there's... Mm -hmm. If you're someone who those elements don't bother you and, in fact, you do vibe with them, you'll come away really, really loving this. So, uh, yeah, at the very least, if you can get it discounted or on sale at some point. But, um, yeah, well worth a look because it kind of feels like it's sort of under the radar a little bit, kind of.
2: Definitely, definitely. It it hasn't got a bunch of coverage, really. I would say get, get it on PC, uh, I I wish that yeah. I had, I I wish that I had played this with mouse and keyboard. I feel like that would have benefited mm-hmm. the combat specifically. Um, right. It yeah. weirdly doesn't
0: run fantastically on a PS5 either. Like mm. if you're if you're up somewhere high, the frame rate really drops down in that performance mode at least, and it's just sort of weird because it doesn't look at, like it looks great, but it doesn't look like that shouldn't be handleable. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's got uh, this
1: weird. It does really feel like it was designed for a feat PC because when you go into the menus hmm. and the graphics modes and stuff, it's got an option for VSync, which, which you almost, you sort of never see on. Co- it's like they've just transferred. Not until recently, yeah, across. yeah, yeah, yeah. One well, thing true. it does that um I've noticed is like such a. It, it wasn't until seeing it in this game that I realized how common this is. Is like a little trick, where early on in a game, you'll come across uh, a shop. And you go, oh, okay, cool, you can buy your your items here, your little consumables for your health and stuff. All right, well, I haven't mm-hmm. gotten any of them yet. Better get this, better get this. I haven't seen this in the game yet. And then you walk out of the shop and within a minute you just find nearly all of the stuff you've just bought just lying around <laughs> on the ground. It's like mm-hmm. a pickup. This game did that to me and I was like, I feel like this kind of thing is like pretty common where you're like, oh, I'd better... Better stock up on these berries. Who knows when I'm ever going to see them again. And then, like, the very next area you're in, they're just like. A it's common inside.
0: enough that it never happens to me because I never buy stuff in those shops because it's always like, <laughs> right. I know I can get this for free. You right, are a con right. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You went and picked these up from the nearby cave. <laughs> um, but the convenience knocks. They're all right there at the that's store. That's true. It would get me in real life, but in a video you're game, right. I'm savage. <laughs> yeah. sure. Sure, uh,
2: sure.
0: Speaking of collectibles. Um, I've been playing a bit of Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga.
1: Mm. Okay.
2: Okay.
0: Um, uh, so I'm just working up the courage to talk about this as a 32-year-old man who's enjoying it very much. <laughs> it's really fun. If you've got kids and they like Star Wars, that's all like 100% go in on this. Right, It is It is a really enjoyable And pretty simple, pretty straightforward, but such a charming um, game. It's got so you go in and it's got uh, ten little kind of Lego dioramas on on a rotating thing, and you've got episodes one through nine, and then a galaxy exploration sort of mode. And Ooh, the way okay. you've got to do it is, or the best way to do it, you, you go through and play the movies you want to play, and then it unlocks as you go through each of those movies, those planets that you visit in the movies. And then later on, you can go walk around these pretty big um, open world areas that are like, you know, the downtown Coruscant and uh, Mos Esper on Tatooine and all that sort of stuff, Star Wars places. Mm-hmm. Oh, Star Wars! <laughs> Star <nice>. Wars. <laughs> right. It's the one with um, you know, um, uh, Han Solo. Han. Yep, yep. They right. call him for short. Yep. That one. Greb. Grebus. Grebo. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. you got <laughs> Liam Skyway. <laughs> yep. Whatever. Anyway, Johnny
1: Johnny <laughs> Binks. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Johnny Johnny Binks.
0: He makes so much more sense as a little Lego guy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Like, all of those stupid fucking Star Wars (laughs) jokes that don't work when you've got Liam Neeson sitting in the other half of the frame. (laughs) Yep. 100% deliver on comedy when it's a little Lego Jar Jar Binks getting his Lego tongue stuck in a door.
1: Cool. Right. It
0: works so much better. Like, Star Wars as a whole works so much better. It is the best story you could put into a Lego thing. Versus mm-hmm. being the worst story you could put into a movie, you know, not that it's the worst story, but I'm not a, the world's biggest Star Wars guy by any stretch of the imagination, and no, I'm that's sure George there's some Lucas. big ones out there. Oh well, yeah, he- <laughs> not anymore, probably.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. Why do you think he re- sell it? Right, he sold mm. it off for like a billion dollars because he's yeah. not the biggest Star Wars guy anymore. Yeah, mm. and but then who's Disney walked down now. the road and saw a big film canister
0: with Star Wars in it, and went ah, oh, fuck, they <laughs> got us at the shop. <laughs>
1: Um, so these Probably like nine, uh, these nine little uh, movie world things that you're going into, yep. what do they take the form of? Are they a little kind of campaign that's like a sort of truncated version of the plot of the film? Yeah.
0: You've got kind of open world bits in between, but like it's pretty heavily driving you forward into going through the stories of those movies. That's right. cool. Um, and it's fun. They work well. They're all only about maybe – they're less than an hour – I reckon, to get through each of the films. Um, But then you're unlocking these big, big, um, you know, for a sort of Lego game. They're not like Red Dead big, but there's a lot of stuff in there. Um, These open-worldy areas where you're going through and doing these very simple but enjoyable little um, tasks to get more bricks to upgrade your characters and then to buy more characters, of which there are hundreds. Mm -hmm. And it's just an enjoyable way to go through and look at all this Star Wars stuff. Uh, more so even I'd say than like for me watching the movies again, like this is doing the thing of making me go, Oh yeah, I remember that. And uh, I enjoyed that when I was a kid and then having a fun enough game to just really kind of mindlessly go through and tick off some boxes and feel good that you're getting all of the bits and pieces that are in it uh, is fun. And it looks nice. It again, weirdly I'm playing the PS5 version weirdly, Doesn't run as great as you would expect A Lego game to Okay But uh, looks really cool Like all The the way they do these Lego games And make everything look like And wait for this Guess Guess the little trick they do They make (laughs) everything in this game Look like it's made out of Lego
1: Oh
2: Whoa Why? Whoa Uh, It's just this like crazy art style they've got Wow Okay And weirdly, I really didn't see that coming. That's taken me quite a backup.
0: You wouldn't think so, but honestly, it works. Like, <laughs> it looks great. Like, all the, all, having everything look like plastic and seeing little reflections of the Lego world in the Lego plastic head mm. and and, and yep. shit like that just is uh, really cool. The, 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 the jokes and stuff in the little cutscenes, you know, they're not the greatest thing in the world. A lot of it's someone falling over. But.
1: A lot of the time it's alright You kind oh, yeah, of enjoyed funny. it So that's is Jackass funny. And that's one of the funniest yeah. movies ever Four of the I will say movies it's ever. probably
0: I think Lego Star Wars is less funny than Jackass Forever
1: Okay, right I would
0: like to see
2: uh, Lego Jackass Lego Jackass Lego Jackass, oh, Jackass oh, big is a time. great idea Fucking bricks exploding everywhere Yeah Diarrhea yeah. bricks Yeah <laughs> Well, they, so they have that brick. <laughs>
0: A lot of people get slimed in this and you get like, you know, okay. jokes with Bantha Poodoo and whatever. Okay. And you get one of those little one bricks and it just goes squelch onto someone. I Hell never, yeah. um,
1: I never saw Episode 9. Maybe this game is the way I'll consume it. <laughs> Maybe this is the way I'll take in the plot of Episode might 9. Might not be
0: the worst way to do it because <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been going through them in order from one. And yep. so far they're pretty faithful to the movies. They've got a lot of the same dialogue from the movies being said by like, you know, Lego close enough sounding actors um, and like that part of it is is really enjoyable just going through these these stories in like a much more fun way honestly
2: right Dumb- yeah. dumbing it well not dumbing it down simplifying it to its to its core and being like and also mm. being like and this is we're doing this for kids mainly like right we are adding an element of fun. We're probably removing all of the dramatic stuff that didn't work well in the prequels. Yeah. Just turning so like, in on like the classic story is what story the films
1: stuff. began as. It's like, yeah, going back to yeah. the roots of this being yep. Yep. Es- essentially for kids. Adam, before when you said you've been going through it in order and you started from episode one, um, bit of trivia for you. Uh, the first Star Wars... Did you know this? The first Star Wars film that came out was actually episode four. Like they started with four. And so they no, did. No, they didn't. They did four, five, six, and then they went back <laughs> years and years poss- later, and they did one, two, three. No, that's not because How possible. could you do
0: that? That wouldn't make any yeah. sense. Because people go to see episode four and be like, "What the fuck?
1: Where, where's episodes one, two, and 3? Well, pe- people at the time didn't know that they were watching episode four. But they how would know you They didn't know that they who were Darth watching Vader episode was? anything. They thought they were yeah. just watching. Well, he's because well, he's evil. You, you you see him like at the, at the beginning of episode four doing like evil, <laughs> doing evil. I shit. don't. Uh, <laughs>
2: I don't. There's no like. There's not even any like. You know, subtitled being like, this is Dark Vader, the evil man. Yeah. Like they would need to no add indication. like a
0: whole like opening section of just text explaining what was going on, and yeah, that would mm, make for never, a terrible movie.
2: That's just like sh- it's literally showing not te- like that's not how you know that's it's not so how you make movies. So I thought it, I thought
1: it was cool that they uh, that they went back and they showed you that one of these characters used to be a little boy because um. Sometimes it's hard to tell that when you're looking at an adult on screen. You well, know what again, I mean? this to happened just, previously. Like to just the, presume that people are going to know that one. this adult character used to be a child. He's, I got freaked
0: you know. out with it the opposite way in Home Alone as well, where I was like, does he grow up ever? <laughs> <laughs> they should make a you sequel saw, to that.
1: And
2: then you saw him grow it up.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm really enjoying the game. It's it's a, You can play through it co-op as well, which is perfect oh, for this cool. sort of thing. You know, mm-hmm. parent and child. It's set up. Perfectly for that Um, And there's so, so, so much stuff in it There's so much to do A lot of it, you know, being pretty straightforward and simple But as a relaxing, um, easygoing, cheerful game That is uh, just doing a real um, Only wanting you to have fun version of uh, Star Wars And collecting platforming type stuff Mm. It's a good time I recommend it
1: nice Okay. I uh, just before we got on this call, I um, hit the credits in Kirby and uh, oh, yeah, it just gets level design and uh, the whole kind of thing of it really ramps up towards the end. It's great. Final boss, all that kind of stuff. Really fun. And then there's a cool little post game thing that you unlock and uh, yeah, I've been having a, uh, been having a lot of fun with that. So yeah, I'd recommend, uh, I'd recommend that game. In its entirety to anyone who's interested, as a uh, yeah, especially during the comedy festival, just as a little unwinder. Been right. um, yeah, been loving it, but um, yeah, looking forward to hundred percenting it, getting all those, getting all them little waddledies.
0: <laughs> yeah, that it is pretty satisfying going through, just going through and collecting shit, same as in Kirby, same as in Lego, same as in Ghostwire. Yeah, yeah it feels good.
1: Yep. Just prowling. Just prowling around. Are you guys excited to, are you guys excited to uh return to Monkey Island?
0: Yeah, that's yes. the other thing is uh Monkey Island is returning. Or we're I returning am. to Monkey Island. I am as well.
2: I'm very excited, yeah, yeah. Loved these games. The first one was one of the first games I really remember playing, like vividly remember, you know, each scene, what you know, um trying to solve the puzzles like it it is uh, a real nostalgia one for me. And, yeah, I'm pumped. I'm excited. Big Ronnie G, take me back. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still kind of
0: unclear as to who was who on Monkey Island because a number of people kind of later Guybrush on. Guybrush Threepwood, he was, the, he was the the new pirate. Right. And he's seen at least one bigger monkey head in his yes. time. Yes, exactly um, right. But, like, so oh, fucking what's his name from Double Fine? Tim Schafer? Um, Tim Schaefer is another person who, when they were making Double Fire, was like, I'm the Monkey Island guy. Yes. And so there have been a number of Monkey Island guys, but Ron Gilbert was
2: sort of the lead on the first two. Is that right? I think that's right, yes. I think Timmy Schaefer comes in with maybe the sequel. Um, right. And I yeah, think had been working on those
0: other those first two, but in a lesser capacity.
2: Yeah, and it sounds like Return to Monkey Island is intended to be uh, the third after LeChuck's Revenge So that would indicate, yeah, to me that Ron Gilbert was the first two Directed the, the first two um, And this yeah. will be, yeah, another uh, of his ones as sort of an auteur at the head of the, the ship so And he's, he's, oh, very apropos <laughs> um, <laughs> I think
0: he said that like at least the third one will still be like sort of canon and whatever He's not going like right. this is the real number three Like they do every now and again for Terminator Sure, uh, Which is cool for me because I I loved all of these games. I've still never played the Telltale ones, actually.
2: But Mm. those first four um, are are, are fantastic. Yep. Yep. Um, One of the all-time great franchises. Maybe we should do a Monkey Island Bandcamp or something. I would love to because it's coming out this year. um, They said
0: 2022. So it's a great time to,
2: to go back and... A point-and-click band camp, maybe. We can get some of the other ones Ooh, in there, too. Day of the Tentacle. Yeah. Uh, salmon Maxes. We, yeah. yeah. Now yeah, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. talking. Now I'm <laughs> okay. squawking. All right. Um, um, but, yes, I, I'm, I'm up for this. Big time.
0: Same. Uh, yeah, not heaps of information, but New Monkey Island coming this year. Ron Gilbert's Devolver Digital,
2: it. Devolver Digital Publishing. Lucasfilm's still involved, obviously, with the license. But, yeah, sounds sick. Yeah. One of the best themes uh, in any video game, too. Pirates. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> speaking of pirates, I. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: speaking
0: of yeah, okay. <laughs> nah, we all found a way to watch. I don't think so. Sonic the Hedgehog two came out um, in last cinemas week. now. Yep. Two yep. years ago, we went and saw our final film before the pandemic together. Yes. Uh, which was Sonic the Hedgehog 1, and they're in cinemas now as Sonic 2. We've all it, it managed to dodge COVID at different times and be able to see <laughs> Sonic 2. Yep. I've never had COVID, so yeah. You've dodged it a bunch of times.
1: <laughs> I have. It was all leading up to this, you watching Sonic 2. Yep. The motivation to avoid <laughs> COVID.
0: Possibly Jim Carrey's final film too. Apparently really? he said another thing of like, it'd take a lot to get me to do another movie ever. Wow. He's maybe done with them again or something. That's He's a, a shame because... man, it seems.
2: Mm. Right.
1: That's a shame because he, uh, you know, he was, you know, my, one of my, maybe my favourite thing about number one and was kind of thinking at the time like, oh man, this would be great if this just led to him just getting, doing a, just one final score. Come yeah. back for one fucking big banger comedy with the right director in the right role. Yeah. Damn, I'd love to see him, you know, having fun up there again, or even doing a great dramatic thing like he's done. Nah, but nah.
0: Ace Ventura three, and then yeah. And yeah. then he can stop.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Or The Mask two. I'd love to see a Mask sure. sequel. Oh yeah. If he
0: did, I guess they already did Dumb and Dumber, and it sucked. But if he did, uh, yes. uh the Mask and Ace Ventura. And, like, they did, he was the Riddler in the uh, next yeah. Batman movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: they did... I remember there was a Mask animated series at the same time as there was an, there an was. Ace Ventura animated series, and I believe mm. they did a crossover. There so, was a Dumb and Dumber, nice. Dumber one, too. Yes, there was. I liked the Dumb and Dumber one.
0: Um, Jim Carrey was spending a lot of time animated. <laughs> why would they, Yeah.
1: Not... I mean, the Mask is kind of really the only one that lends itself to an animated... Um, it's pretty uh, funny to, to like... Yeah.
0: The the if you take Jim Carrey and make him an animated character, you remove what's unique about Jim Carrey. <laughs> right, right, right. The
2: most animated man in yeah. real life. Yeah, this guy
0: looks like a cartoon. Well, no everyone looks like a fucking cartoon, and so he's <laughs> yeah. just normal.
2: They should have done like a uh, every like everyone else is uh, in real life, and it's a cartoon Ooh, of the yeah. mask, a Roger yeah, Rabbit yeah, yeah. thing. Yes, yes. That's except right.
0: everybody else is an right, and everybody's animated except for Jim Carrey.
2: Yeah, I guess that makes the most sense. Yeah. So it's like a backwards Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Oh, or you know what? A forwards Roger Rabbit when yeah, Bob you know Hoskins what a, goes into Toontown. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what? A great Carey role would be mm. uh, Roger Rabbit sequel and have him play the um, Christopher Lloyd role, the like oh. undercover the undercover cartoon character who's disguised as a human, but he's right, sort of yeah. but he's sort of yeah. not getting away with it because he's so rubber faced. Everyone's like, Can't you're clearly a cartoon." <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> well, he's very cartoonish again in Sonic Two. Um, yes, he is. It is. If you saw the first one, you know exactly what this movie is. It takes everything from the first and does it again and more. And I didn't hate it. I felt almost exactly the same way as I did about the first one. Where like this movie's fine. It's yeah, kind like goes you know hovers between the worst kind of just filler so that just happened joke and sometimes when it's pretty funny
1: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. We, I, I feel that. like we all were like we liked the first one more than we expected that we would we we're all like that was a pretty decent kids movie mm-hmm. this one i feel like they zero it you can tell this from the trailers but they kind of zero in a lot more on the kind of video gamey stuff of sonic like mm-hmm. jim carrey as robotnik looks more like robotnik does in the games and yeah. Tails and Knuckles are in it and there's a lot more sort of like the Chaos Emeralds and the the first one sort of played it very straight in the sense that it was kind of real world with this little alien kind of guy running around. This one, there's a lot more of that kind of other stuff in it. And I yeah, feel like those are the best bits. Anytime it kind of goes back into the human world and it's kind of trying to draw more of this unique stuff from the movies in, I was I was way less interested in it.
2: Well, the first one, it was like, not to to compare them too much, but it was like a Roger Rabbit of like an animated character becomes friends with a normal cop. Yeah. And they develop that friendship and there's a lot of fish out of water comedy and there's a bit of Sonic, you know, realising that he can be uh, a hero. And there was a fun arc and it was, I think, yeah, good performances and, and a good script. This one, it... I think half the problem is it just takes the humans and puts them somewhere else. Yeah. Right? It literally separates the two storylines. So one of them is uh, animated video game characters fighting each other, and one of them is Jim Carrey. Plus Jim Carrey, who is as animated as a human being can be, as we've covered. And then uh, the other time, you're cutting back and forth to a bunch of people at a wedding.
1: (laughs) The wedding scene (laughs) was. So, so jar- weird Cause yeah I, I kind of I weirdly liked all the Just like the animated Characters fighting I was like This is I more in line it, yeah. With what I want to see Out of a video game Adaptation movie It's like Yeah Sonic's having A big punch up With Knuckles And they're snowboarding And all this stuff's happening Right And then all of a sudden There's this weird plot Where we're in Hawaii At a wedding And <laughs> the groom Is like an undercover back the White Lotus the <laughs> <age> And it's <laughs> like This I will is say- so What the fuck Is going on here
0: <laughs> The th- I, I I don't remember the wife from the wedding From the first movie at all And yeah. then after mm. stuff kicks off at the wedding She gets pretty funny for a little bit Yeah, She, she gets a few she, chances to be f- very funny
2: So it's the sister uh, from the first one That hates uh, James Marsden And it doesn't right. happen much We see her like twice But then yeah She's the masseuse from the White Lotus And I guess has had a bit of a career blow up in between And yeah right. she's very funny in it. Um but it is just a weird storyline to have in there. Like you said, what what there's all this undercover yeah. fucking sting operation shit. Yeah. And it also feels like the movie climaxes about an hour fifteen with the end of that storyline. And yes. then it's like, oh, that's right, there's a villain. Now there's <laughs> you get kind of a Lost part. World
0: Jurassic Park thing where like, oh yeah. now suddenly there's a second problem and it's come back yep. home. Like I but I did I thought it did a fine job of like moving Sonic's character on and mm-hmm. like a, 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 a pretty good job of having him progress during this and figure out like, oh, okay, I got to be a bit responsible cause I got these powers and all that stuff. It's not crazy mm. complex, but I also liked that all for how much I, it felt like more action is in this one. It didn't feel like it became too, um, predictable in that way or too boring mm-hmm. and just flashy kind of like Eternals type of Marvel movie action. Right. It felt more like nineties fun action movie action.
2: It, mm. it felt like they were trying to do a bit of an Indiana Jones adventure story yeah. for a lot of it, which I just think it it was paced poorly. Like it probably didn't have to be two hours long. You probably yeah. could have cut out the entire wedding segment um, and just made it a bit about meeting tails. Knuckles being more of a, um, difficult opponent uh, than Sonic has faced before and then yeah the yeah. stuff with Dr. Robotnik but um yeah I think it's a it's a really again a solid kids movie that yeah. if you love Sonic you'll probably like as an adult as well um it's just yeah movies movies are all 2 hours long these days and they don't they don't need to be it definitely had a bit of a bit of unnecessary like it, you felt the
0: time while you were watching it I did like yep. Idris Elba as Knuckles I yeah. thought he yep. did great yep he did really, just really good. like
1: yeah,
0: uh, a good funny version of a dumb guy who doesn't who's too sil-
2: serious. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I thought um, it. That's I, the, I all the All the all the characterizations are, are spot on. Like whether they're game accurate or not, like they all work as as real movie characters. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's not yeah. lacking there.
1: I love that it's like yeah Ben Schwartz get a comic actor in for Sonic and then just get a bit of stunt casting with Idris Elba, yep. like big name doing knuckles. <laughs> And then it is just so funny that for Tails they're like, "Well, we couldn't possibly have anyone else do it other than the person that does Tails in the video games." <laughs> and they like, did well
0: in this. Yeah, yeah, they do a great job. Yeah. But there's there's a bit more fat I get, but I felt that about the first one too. But like, just some mm. unnecessary. Like, why does every fucking movie need a dance battle in it? It's
1: Yeah, so yeah It's I one
2: of the that. least funny things that's ever right. ever ever happens in any as, movie. As with the first, I think all of the music choices were. Bad, like yep. pretty cringeworthy out of Yeah. Day. And like yeah. weirdly, like they,
0: it felt, especially with the music, and I don't know why this is, but whenever the music choices came up, I could feel the 35 year old Simpsons fan who wrote this music in yes. there.
2: Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I why don't does know. sonic like run dmc yeah why is uh what was why the is the other... theme from a summer place playing here yeah <laughs> because yeah,
0: the only yeah. reason you know that theme is uh, either yeah. if you're 80 or you watched yep. the
2: simpsons yeah right. right 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 um fucking uptown funk being the worst oh, yeah. like um it's if it was five years ago maybe or but never again will that song be Cool to use in anything <laughs> Unless it's in like another they... 20
1: years In like a Wayne's World kind of way Where it's like Yeah Hey this song yeah. is so old now Yeah They had
0: yeah. um Jim Carrey's uh, Jim Carrey's turn as Dr Robotnik <laughs> um, Having him be like An annoying Too old to be And like still thinks people are flossing type of guy yeah, yeah 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 yeah. That worked for me him being like later yeah. haters and all that stuff. He's like an irritating dad, which is a good yeah. way to make a villain in a kids movie cuz he's mm-hmm. not too sinister, but you really don't like him. Yeah.
1: All of the pop culture references that the characters make, like Sonic has a couple that are just bizarre, and then I think it's Robotnik at one point says you're about as useful to me as a backstage pass to a limp Bizkit concert. Is that yeah. is that what he says? It's that like,
0: is exactly what he said What does that
1: mean? <laughs>
0: what? That's uh, a that's a <laughs> really weird one to chuck in there. There's a oh, lot also- of just offhanded like, all right, Winter Soldier and all this stuff. Right. Yeah,
1: like- <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. He he
2: made it. He make he made a joke when his sidekick gets knocked out of like oh, now there's going to be a report into a aggressive workplace or something. Yeah. It's like, that's a weird joke to make in a video game adaptation movie. Yeah, like, is a- that meant to be about, like... I'm, st- I'm sure
0: there was a couple of them where Jim Carrey just started doing stuff and they were like, all right, Jim Carrey.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff, like when Sonic is, um, he's kind of left by himself at the start of the movie in the house and he's just kind of living it up. He's like, mm-hmm. makes the a big The thing where he jacks part. off when he's <laughs> at home alone is,
0: yeah, I think and really like, weird too.
1: It's funny, like, the the way that he kind of behaves where he's like going like, whoa, whoa, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you're by yourself. Like, who are you mugging to? You know what I mean? This kind of like weird, like... Halfway between breaking the fourth wall, but kind of not really, where he's yeah. like striking all these poses and it's like you're by yourself. Like who <laughs> who is it? Who are you performing to? It's
0: but just... he's kinda like meant to be a friendless shut-in at that point. So true. and that is what you do when you're a friendless shut-in. You pretend there's a camera around. That's that true. actually
2: was that that struck me as ridiculous when like part of the plot line for James Marsden is like being worried about Sonic not having any friends. It's like <laughs> Man, you're hugging a fucking CGI blue alien hedgehog yeah, like yeah. that. It, I'm sorry. Some of that, it, remove that from the movie.
0: There's a couple of eye lines and stuff like, especially with yeah, the mum and the dad and Sonic, mm-hmm. who where it really doesn't look like they've even seen a mock up of yeah. what Sonic looks yeah. like. Which <laughs> mean, weird, it really like- doesn't work. Yeah. Which is
1: why, like, when you just have the bits where it's all the animated characters interacting, it's like, oh, this is just like a cartoon movie. This is kind of cool because, yeah, uh, yeah, again, zero chemistry between James Marsden and his wife, and again, the wedding yeah. thing where the the sister of uh, the that's getting married is like, was any of this real? And it's like. Who are these people? Like we yeah. met them, <laughs> yeah. the presumed knowledge of like we remember them from the first film and care deeply about this right. relationship that we've just, it's like well, these I stakes think of making us feel really heartbroken. It's like, who cares?
0: I, the yeah. goatee guy is introduced in this one, right? Because they, so, they go yeah. through all the stuff of- The groom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. having said all of that, if you have an 11-year-old, yeah, it was yeah. a 9-year-old when they watched Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Yep. And you take them out to see Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and then buy them a copy of Lego Star Wars afterwards. Mm-hmm. When you send them home back to mum's after your weekend with that kid, <laughs> you ha- you are getting a good review.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. This is yeah, like like it's, we said yeah. 25 minutes ago. It's a great movie for kids. It's a fun kids um, movie. It's a fun it's a follow up movie too. For Sonic overall, fans. it is. It is honestly they, yeah. they they ramped in the up right the direction. action.
1: They did more fun video gamey stuff. Yep. Um, I one thing I, I liked that there were a lot of kind of like Easter eggy things that were generally done pretty elegantly, like Robotnik hiding out Man-y. in a place called <laughs> Robotnik hiding out in a place called uh, Mean Bean Coffee, and like. The instruction manual for the big robot that he's in, oh, yes, like a Genesis box art yeah, thing, yeah. I thought was kind of cool. But then yep. James Marston at the wedding, and his phone ringing, and it's the music from the yeah. first level of Sonic, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, but what's so in this world? What's that music from? Like, wh- <laughs> <laughs> like why does <laughs> a the theme have song that to that town they done. live in? I guess <laughs> <Yeah>. right, <laughs> like.
2: Plays out of the PA speakers at the train station there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to try and stop kids committing crimes at 1am. Yeah, yeah, 1 a.m. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. But, yeah, fun film. Yeah. Not um, as
0: as unique or interesting of a thing as that first one was. Like, the big budget they threw right. that first Sonic seemed so weird at the time. And it's kind of cool that now that just seems so normal and the video game movies, I guess, have turned this weird corner where, like, They're coming out and they're all like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Uncharted was pretty bad, but whatever.
2: I I still think that these two are the best um, Mm. of of any video game movies just because they know exactly what they're aiming for. Like, they have a genuine understanding of what to do with the property rather than, like, Uncharted. It's like, well, you... I guess you tried to make an Indiana Jones movie But you just failed at it Exactly And you didn't really seem to understand who
0: those characters were But this is I mean not from the Mega Drive ones But from the use of Sonic over time Mm -hmm. This is the interesting things about Sonic being like powerful but young So he's maybe a bit brash And he's got to learn to rein it in Tails is smart but unconfident Knuckles yep. is dumb and but very noble and loyal and mm. and he's mm. you know they they get all of that stuff.
2: And, and I we- mean, it's a shame that there'll be no more Jim Carrey, Doctor Robotnik. Like, if he really is retiring, if it, he it takes away, like he is honest, like he's not as good as he used to be. But he's he's Jim Carrey. He's great as this yeah. over the top villain. Like, I don't see anyone else. Delivering anything on that level, they have to I, obviously go in a different direction. But yeah. totally, Ace well, Ventura
0: the- Two, I still for whatever reason like the most out of all of his movies. <laughs> I don't know why, but if the if these two movies had come out in nineteen ninety four and six, you wouldn't oh. blink. Yeah, and yeah. It, so Jim Carrey is doing that level of Jim Carrey, but not at totally. The, you know, yeah, exactly. I I read a
1: thing earlier about how when they announced, well, before they kind of announced this, after the first one had come out, and, you know, it was a bit of like, oh, you know, I'd be interested in a sequel. And Jim Carrey had talked about maybe doing Robotnik in a big fat suit (laughs) for the second one to make him more like the games. So if he doesn't come back for three, maybe that's the direction they go in. They just get Mike Myers in, just fat bastarding it up. Because you, Fuck, need, that's, you yeah. need the big really round Eggman in his little in his little flying kind of sphere thing that he has. Would, would and Mike look, is look back. Great. He's got a
2: Netflix series coming yeah. out, so he's he's back as a. But yeah, I guess who else from the '90s? <laughs> what other co- comic <laughs> actors? Eddie Murphy. Oh yeah, he's he's uh, got him uh, in know? as like the voice of Metal Sonic, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, oh, be cool. the, the, there was a. There was a post-credits sequence. I guess we've mentioned one or two plot points, but haven't really spoiled this movie at all. Ah, we've spoiled um, a bit of
0: it. Doesn't like, but you know.
2: It, uh, did you guys see the post-credits, or did you? I do did. you know what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chappy uh, shows up, right? Le- Ch- Chappie from the movie Chappy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're crossing the streams. He's like on Metal um, Sonic now. Uh, I guess stop listening now if you don't want to hear for whatever reason <laughs> what character is featured in the post credit sequence, or skip forward thirty seconds. Shadow,
1: yeah,
0: right, right, right. I forgot about him.
1: Less interesting than seeing tails turn up at the end of one. Yeah, like I'd yeah. love to see. Give me, give me those fucking Chaotix guys. Give me the big, <laughs> give me the dead. big alligator. <laughs> give me the big chameleon. Give I'd me, love a
2: big alligator. Yeah. Give me
1: big the cat. Give me that Amy. stupid little bee yeah <laughs> yeah get those guys in the mix,
2: but yeah, I mean we could we could, yeah so obviously we have one animated uh antagonist, maybe there's another one as well that is yeah voiced by some funny person, but i I can't see the next one being as good as the second one, and the second no. one was a little bit worse than the first, right, yep. and yeah, there's a Sonic three and a uh t v series about knuckles,
1: right like yeah. a both spin-off. in option, yeah yeah. Yep.
0: So, um, but yeah, they're all right, and if you're the right age, then that's who it's made for. And who and am I to yeah. comment on the 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 likes of an 11 year old?
2: And if then you've got 20 video games to go and play if you have access to them, if you're that 11 year old, like it's yeah, a cool. Damn. It is cool to be like, oh, who's this? Oh, well, here you go. Here's a Sega Genesis Mini or whatever they're called. This, this game film... doesn't mention chili dogs once. <laughs> yep, none of them do. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs> this this game this film more than the. The first one didn't really feel like this to me, but this this one felt like you're sick and you've got a fever and right before you go to bed you play a few of the Sonic games and then this is the kind of like weird fever dream that you have where <laughs> it's kind of bits from the games but then not really. Like all of a sudden you're in Hawaii at a wedding but then <laughs> Sonic does kind of show up. In that, it's like, and you wake up, you're like, oh, wow, that's so fucked up. Like-
0: <laughs> to be fair, it may have genuinely been currently medically your experience
2: with Yeah, I it don't know have. that you did watch the movie. <laughs> I think that that is exactly what happened to you. <laughs> um,
1: all right, let's wrap it up there for another week on Filthy Casuals. Head to filthycasuals.com.au for links to all the stuff. That we have. We've got the Patreon. You can get a bonus episode every week. We've got the YouTube channel uh, where we're putting up a bunch of videos at the moment. We've got the premium episodes on Bandcamp that we mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Guys, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Wow. Shadow. (laughs) I can't believe it. (laughs)